Here we go. I'm sort ready. of. I have to put up that post. Are we recording now? For, yes, yes. We are recording while... Do you guys eat cereal in your house? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that bad? Have is, they determined that cereal is bad? Oh, I'm sure some cereals are bad. Yeah, I don't... Generally, we're an Apple Jacks or Frosted Flakes house. But I saw a new cereal the other day. Apple... Hold on. People, Apple, Jacks? Apple Jacks? People eat that as a real cereal? I eat what I like. Okay. Do you not like Apple Jacks? Well, they're fine. I just, I'm not sure if they're strictly speaking a food. I mean, I, I, I think that they... Apple they definitely Jacks? Go, they definitely go... Yeah, I mean, they go into your stomach. Do you not like them? No, no. I mean, I think that they taste perfectly good. I just, I don't know if it's... I don't know if that's breakfast. What do you... What cereal do you eat? For breakfast... If I go out for for some reason, no, if no I, cereal. Um, I'm not really a cereal person. Okay. Well, what cereals do you have in your house? We have Trader Joe's O's, like Cheerios. Yeah, it's basically Cheerios. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I, in fact, I'm sure they are Cheerios. They're probably yeah. They're just Cheerios. They're just like they're like the mutant Cheerios. Yeah, I like Cheerios. That Doctor Cheerio has determined, like in his. And Apple Jacks, eugenics program aren't the appropriate form or whatever. Apple Jacks are just big Cheerios with cinnamon and apple. And, and <laughs> something else. I don't know, dude. There's something else on there. Anyway, no, it's... Anyway, there's a new cereal yeah. that I saw at the store. Hold on. Are you, try, are you saying there's a new cereal on the block? Yeah. It had a big new thing on it. It is Jif. Jif, like the peanut butter, you know, people... They make a peanut butter cereal now that is like... Is it just peanut butter? It's just a bowl of peanut butter. No, they're they're little crunchy, you know, it's kind of a weird shape, actually. I don't know what kind of shape it is. Like you, you, you don't know, like, how many faces it has? They're little crunchy bits, but they're peanut buttery. Crunchoids? And holy fuck are they good. Well, they were engineered, right? <laughs> I mean, they were engineered to tantalize you, right? Jesus, they taste good. That's probably a bad sign. I <laughs> well, I looked at the calories, and it's not that much. They're actually better for you than Frosted Flakes, which I generally think of as being not a terrible cereal. I mean, it's not like fucking Lucky Charms. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess it's true. There aren't. It's not. It's not. There aren't Captain Crunch. There aren't actual marshmallows inside the cereal. You yes. see, they added marshmallows to um, Fruit Loops. What? Yeah, there's a Fruit Loops with fruit-shaped marshmallows now. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like. Fruit Loops is like at the ragged edge. Like it isn't like I've got like an awesome diet or whatever, but Fruit Loops is like at the ragged edge of what of like the food continuum. Like I like candy. I think you have some weird thing about cereal. But when I eat cuz I've seen you eat some fucked up shit. Well, yeah, it, this, this is what I'm saying like But why why do you draw the line at cereal? Well, I mean, there's different I mean there's again, there's cereals I will eat. But I guess for breakfast, I like to eat hot things. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I like like hot cereals. And for whatever reason, like it's not breakfast. It isn't breakfast to me if it's cold, I guess. Mm, I like cereal. I like um, to have a big bowl of cereal with milk and orange juice in the morning. You like, so you like, when you eat breakfast in the morning, you like it to be like the photograph. It is, 100%. <laughs> when yeah. you say, you I want, arrange the box at like a 45 degree angle. You want it to resemble. In front of my bowl. Exactly. You want it to resemble the um, part of this complete breakfast. It's also my job to feed the boys breakfast. Oh. So if I can just have them eat cereal. 
<laughs> or, or 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 barring that part of the box. Yeah. It's either cereal or toast. I can make toast for them. But I'm not fucking making eggs and pancakes every morning. For we have a pretty good scam. Because if Elliot doesn't have some kind of protein, I think I think that's something else that reinforces it, right? Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't have some kind of protein in the morning, he is a fucking werewolf. And <laughs> so we have to make sure that he gets that. Because do you like bacon every morning? Uh, no, because he won't eat bacon. What? So, yeah. What do you mean he won't eat bacon? That doesn't I, make any sense. Yeah, I know. It's like you can't you can't even fucking parse it. <laughs> <laughs> right? What kind of household are you running? Uh... A good one? I don't know. <laughs> it seems pretty good. Um, but, so for us, it's the the cottage cheese pancake. Does that have protein in it? Yeah. From the cottage cheese. I didn't know cottage cheese was a source of protein. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a super good scam. A lot of times you can't get him to eat that by itself, but for some reason in the pancake, it's just killer. You just mix it into the batter? Well, it's a, t- it's a type. Like, so you, it's like it, the pancake has got um, four eggs... And a bunch of cottage cheese. Okay, that's dense. <laughs> well, exactly right. <laughs> but they, but they, they come out of there fluffy and light. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, cottage cheese is a good substitute in a lot of recipes. That that could be true. Yeah, a good substitute for ketchup. <laughs> I don't know about ketchup. <laughs> anyway, you should try this Jif cereal, man. This shit is good, and you should try it at night after the kids go to bed. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, now, the post has been made. I have satisfied my responsibility to Robert. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 and obviously this is not actionable for the podcast, um, but there was some some refunds. We got some more three-day passes for Oz, so I should put those back up. Oh, yeah. Played some Destiny with Dave last night. How was that? Great. Helped him do a mission, and then uh, we went back to the tower, and I just broke down some basic... Strategy stuff for him. That's hopefully useful. Yeah, it's like you. So you have your, you have your info, right? So you you actually have someone to deposit this information in. Yeah. Because you've harvested. I've got a lot of info. <laughs> that until you know until that game. Yeah. And I ended up playing with uh, some PA forumers. I guess they have like a group and they play together. And I was I was stuck on the uh, heroic story mission. Yesterday, I was trying to knock that out, and it was a brutal one on the harder difficulties. Did you so, have to? Did you have to crack it for some kind of a um, bounty? Uh, you end up you get uh, vanguard marks um, and rep, and I didn't have a bounty in there, but um, I mean, it's just a good thing to do. Like each day, it's if you can knock it out, it's it gives you a bunch of good rewards. Is a vanguard mark? It's a currency. I was going to say the vanguard mark is like a. Um, yeah, you you can go back and spend that with your. Your hunt, like my hunter Vanguard, he has a bunch of shit that he wants Vanguard marks for. It's like the premium currency in a in an F2P. It's uh, like a Smurf berry. Well, it's like it's like in WoW where there's like you know five different types of currency that these different people use. Like you can only spend Iron Marks with me, and or you know you get a different currency for completing heroics or whatever. Like these space coins are worth more than I don't know. Well, as I remember, <laughs> I remember. That. Because I, I I saw your gun like on your phone and I was like I was like hell yeah 
I'm, I'm all about this gun. Good job getting it. But then every time I see you playing out there, it's like the in gun. It's like this season's gun. <laughs> well, it's the gun that was for sale this week. Well, exactly. But I'm saying that like every person, <laughs> it's like every person I, I, I see. I tried to make it big. Like, man, I got this exotic. No, I know. I mean, this it's is called this... Icebreaker. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then we, I go online. You're like, well, how come that guy has Icebreaker and that guy? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, it'd be like, it'd be like if. Everybody on your block had Excalibur. Like if, <laughs> like if they had all pulled Excalibur from the stone, and then it, and there was like a line of people in front of the stone, and a new Excalibur was created every point two five seconds. But those people <laughs> in line had to do a lot of work to get the right currency. Uh, the metaphor breaks down. <laughs> they had to do a lot of work. You had to do a lot of work to buy Icebreaker that week. Like, you had to have a fuck ton of strange coins. The strangest coins. Yeah, and you had to wait for the that merchant to show up, because he's only there for, like, two days. Oh, okay, so there's a couple different windows you had to navigate. Yeah. and his inventory is always changing, and so he happened to have that sniper rifle that week, and if you had, you know, I don't remember how many it was, it was, like, 40-some fucking strange coins, then you could get it. If we hadn't done, I mean, who knows, maybe it's still okay. I mean, I think that's, I think that that's, I think that that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is funny that, that they, that, that this epic weapon apparently comes in boxes of 20. I think that that's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's no different than any other MMO where it's like, you know, you, you beat this boss and get the, I don't know what, you know, the well, Hawk, I mean, Hawkman's shoulder blades sure, and everybody's walking around with those sure, shoulder blades. I mean, typically that's a roll on a table. <laughs> right. Well, but if you do a bunch of PvP and then you earn yeah, your marks I, I, and you go buy that gear, I guess it's more like marks. Yeah, it's more like um like when you were lieutenant, uh, dude fella. Yeah, I mean I had the lieutenant gear that every other lieutenant or whatever had, and yeah, it's it's more it's more like a badge. It's more like a symbol of rank, I guess. Than yeah, it's not a world drop. Than a drop. Yeah, exactly. But those, I mean, those must exist also. Oh yeah. There must be there must be some bonkers shit out there that I will never get because well, I'm because you don't play the game because I'm playing something else. Yeah, that's but the I, main but, reason. But I want you to have it. That's the main thing. I'll get it eventually. I I believe you. And when it happens, please show me. I will in your official app where I can turn. I can see every angle. Yeah. Did you see the uh, Angry Birds Transformers? I saw that it was out, but I did. I haven't downloaded it. It's pretty fun. What's the deal with it? So it's a side scrolling thing where your your character is running. From left to right. Is it an endless runner? No, it's not an endless runner. Um, and in the background, like behind you, are structures with pigs on them, like you would see in any other Angry Birds game. Uh, and you have to, real quickly as you're running by them, shoot, you have to tap on the right, sort of, you know, on one of these points to blow it up and then the whole thing crumbles. It's a very, it's a very strange way of playing that game where you're... You real quick, you have to make these fast decisions about, I'm going to shoot here, and that's the weak spot, and then the whole thing will crumble, or I'm going to you know shoot here. Oh, okay, I see. So it's it's actually the core, it's a different format, but the core gameplay is the same. The I core mean, gameplay is An similar. Angry yeah. Birds is really about weak points. Yeah, yeah, you're, but now you're, you're shooting them instead of launching a bird at them. You're running by them and trying to shoot real quick with your laser Yeah, I mean, they, they basically changed the camera, right? Yeah, and then there's points in the in each level where you have to transform into a vehicle mode so you can get through an area quick because things are falling. And then you jump back to robot mode and shoot some more. And 
it was a pretty novel take on that idea. God, that's funny. So I'm gonna download it right here on my phone. Uh huh. But the very first, the very first, thing, if you search for Angry Birds Transformers, the very first thing that comes up is a game called Superhero Birds. <laughs> okay. And not Angry Birds Transformers. And I, I, I'm not. Don't get superhero birds. I'm not 100% up on it, but it's my presumption that superhero birds is not really affiliated with them. No. The other thing is that the presentation on Angry Birds Transformers is killer. It's the 1980s, like... Like that VHS? Yeah. When when you're hurt super bad, the tracking gets bad on the game. <laughs> like, you get that weird VHS tracking effect. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the second time, like, in a week that we've seen that. There's a lot of that tracking stuff in uh, Alien Isolation, too. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I wonder, so is that is that tracking effect there? Um, because it's... I mean, was it somebody who is our age pulling the trigger on that design element... Or is it, is it someone younger than us evoking that? I don't know. I mean, the whole intro is done in the style of that original cartoon. It's pretty amazing. Wow. I mean, they, they, can, they, can splash, they can splash the money on that. Sure. You know what I mean? It's, it's birds disguised as robots in disguise. Yeah. At, at the end of the day. Which is a pretty funny tagline. There's multiple tiers. Yeah. There's multiple bird tiers. Do they have a, a toy line? Yeah, they do, actually. It's weird. It asked me to put, like, my toy on the camera? Which toy? Like, my Angry Birds Transformers toy. They have a name for them. Telepods? Telepods, yeah. Okay, so they're little. Yeah, you, like, put some kind of stand over the camera. Oh, so, okay, so you haven't seen that. That's actually normal for their stuff now. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen anything Stella like that. has that. Angry Birds Go has that. So, yeah, if you didn't, if you didn't play much Go, Mm-mm. then, yeah, then you don't know about that. But that's for them, that's a normal thing now. What do those toys do? Typically, so you know how you went to get decks of cards for Pokemon TCG? Uh-huh. And then you input those codes, and then you got those cards in the game? Yeah. Imagine having a toy that you can then sort of insert in the game. So now you'll have a new Transformer. Mm, okay. Right? Or you'll have a new map or... So it's like Skylanders or whatever. It's, it is basically Skylanders for mobile. But instead of using NFC, it's using the camera to... Yeah, so the the code, and I th- when I looked at it really close, it seemed sort of like a QR code. This was a while ago. This was at Christmas I actually saw it. Uh-huh. The code is actually imprinted very, very small on the toy itself. Okay. And so then when you put the toy on that base, the base is basically just a magnifying glass. Right, right? it's like a lens. Yeah, 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 but, but that's what's up. So if you, if you picked up a pack that's of those. That's pretty smart. Yeah, if you picked up a pack of those. Then it'd be fine. Some some of the individual, like the quality of the individual toys, mm-hmm. I don't think is super hot. Like the tracks, I think, are kind of wonky. They're mm-hmm. not super great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the figs themselves can be fun for kids to play with. I think. Sure. Uh, but no, I mean, I meant more elaborate ones, like a like a bigger transformer. Oh no, they don't have anything like that. I don't think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna snack on that after we solve the comic problem. It's the biggest problem facing us today. It is. But let's let's face it head on. Like let's, like Ebola. I don't think it's in that continuum. I I think that it's a I think that it's distinct <laughs> from communicable disease. I heard a thing on the radio this morning that uh people were dressing as Ebola patients for Halloween and what? That some people think that that is too soon. What? Yeah. Okay. Seems soon. Uh, well, yeah, so the idea of something being soon or too soon 
implies that there is a period of time after something is over, and then there is a period, you know, between that point and the thing that's being done. Yeah. And we determine whether or not something is too soon by the size of that disparity. The but we're in the midst of this thing. But if it hasn't ended yet, it, it is automatically too soon. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It's too soon, period, <laughs> at yeah. that point. Well, did you hear about the guy that, like, he was on an airplane and he coughed, and he's like, <laughs> I got Ebola. That was not smart. No. <laughs> and they, they locked the plane down for three hours or Yeah, you like bet that. they fucking did. What a dumbass. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just sorry, I just gotta, I'm not gonna turn off my, my Kindle because it's a bomb. Yeah. Right. I guess Smart. The, I guess the people on the plane were super pissed at him. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he'll have a, he'll have a lot of time to think about that in jail, I'm sure. <laughs> really consider it. Yeah. If, if he thought that the, the food on the plane was subpar, uh, my feeling is that the undifferentiated paste in prison will probably, he'll probably get a bad Yelp review, would be probably. my guess. It's going to happen. One of these days we're going to get this crawl strip, God damn it. Yeah. One of these days we're going to use, so in conclusion, the list goes on. I'm not, uh, th this is the problem with having done something for almost two decades. I, are you sure we haven't used it? I'm 100% sure we have not used that. Are you a good source of this kind of information? No, I know that we, we have talked about it a lot, but we have never put it in a comic strip. But what's also funny is that, like, I know I actually heard references to it multiple times. Part of the reason it makes it difficult is that I've heard references to it at PAX, but I think that they're referring to the podcast. Yeah, that people know that it's a joke that's waiting in the wings. <laughs> that's right. But it's time to shine. It's going to happen, I think. It'll happen someday. I spent, um, essentially, I'm on a kind of sales force for, not an official one, but it might as well be a goddamn sales force for Endless Legend. Yeah, I saw you yesterday bringing some customers in. Well, yeah, it's like, Faye was like, Please tell me more about Endless Legend. Yeah. And then beyond that, um, then he had a friend with him, so he also came in. Yeah, I mean, you sold two copies yesterday, I think. Oh, there's no question. There's no question. And I sold the shit out of it because, you know, I want to, because I need people to play that with also. Sure. I need people uh, to be fellows or foes. Right. Oh, and they just got that patch. That patch. I can't wait to read these release notes. That's where I'm at on this fucking shit, man. You're in the weeds? Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> it's like... And usually there's, a, usually there's a, a good list. I like that company. They, I think that they're doing it right. I think they're listening to people. Um, but it's like when I, when I look over at like the Wasteland 2 change logs, I think I'm ready for one more. I got to wait for one more patch. It's like while the patches are still... While the patch notes are still so long that you have to click the read more. Yeah. I'm going to wait. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. And it's like, it's not even, I'm not even mad. You know, I, I'm not mad at them for doing it. Like that game is huge. It's one of, it's like mega, it's like branching on like a ridiculous scale in a super long RPG. Right. Created, you know, created by an independent team funded off of Kickstarter. Like. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of unique pressures there. Yep. Right. So I'm not mad, but I'm not even gonna create a party. <laughs> I'm not even gonna create a party until I feel like it's safe. Like obviously, comparatively safe. The wasteland is not a safe place, <laughs> but I, I want the wasteland to at least behave according to observable 
rules. Like I had, um, when I was playing Oblivion back in the day, I had the weirdest, like literally the weirdest fucking interaction with the game. And I couldn't explain it. Like it was so bizarre that I couldn't really get my head around it. Okay. But I had definitely observed a very specific thing where it's like I, I would leave the town and there was like a vineyard outside the town. And then I like, I would leave the town and I'd walk over to the vineyard and I'd kind of check out the leaves and stuff. Cause I'm one of those people. Like I have to go up and like really look at the textures. Mm -hmm. And then it would like crash for no reason. There was no interaction of any kind. Okay. It would just crash. And so there was a period of time where that's all my oblivion experience was. I would leave the town <laughs> going the direction that I needed to go. And then I was inexorably drawn over to this vineyard. Why did you keep looking at the vineyard if it kept crashing? Well, because it seemed impossible. I assumed that it was just some weird freak thing, right? Yeah. It seemed impossible that leaving town and looking at this vineyard would crash the game, right? Sure. Um, and so it just became a meditative thing. I would go and look at it. It was like Groundhog's Day. Right. Um, and then they put out a patch that literally patched this specific thing. Looking at Vineyard no longer crashes the well, game? I don't remember the exact text, but it, it was my scenario where I'm leaving the town and then I'm going over by this thing. Maybe, maybe it was like a Radiant AI thing. Like maybe like one of the people tending the Vineyard was fucked up. Sure. I, I don't know what it was, but it was, like, it was such a specific thing. And it was, if I hadn't like gone back and done it specifically, I would never have even seen the pattern. So with systems that complex, I'm prepared to wait one more patch. Yeah. No, I'm closing these patch notes. I'm not looking at these patch notes. That's not what it's about, Michael. It's about something else. Okay. We need to figure out what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing that we need to discover. I have, a, I have a meeting. There may be a comic or something in this. Just, I mean, in terms of the strip, not in terms of actual life. I don't think it works this way. But um, I am supposed to meet with Chris Straub. Straub? Uh, to, talk at, to talk at length about the next chapter and some of the fill-in content for Brood Hollow. Mm. And I don't know if, I don't, I sometimes wonder if that's infidelity. <laughs> uh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you? I guess it's an open relationship then? I don't uh, yeah, know. Yeah, it's like, it's like, exactly, like what's the, <laughs> what's the model, right? Yeah, I don't know. But it definitely seems like something that, it seems like something that the strip could explore pretty easily. Could, yeah. If we didn't, I mean, if, if, if we're not able to track down uh, robust game, game content, yeah, there might be some beef there. Uh, you liked Far Cry 3, right? Uh, I did like a lot of it. I never really finish those games. I just play until I'm well, tired of them. Yeah, open world games are a unique beast. Played it for a while, though. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'm more likely to play a game like that for longer. I, I played Far Cry 3 pretty far. Um, cry? Yeah, I cried. But with the with the co-op that's actually in the, the world proper and not sectioned off. Yeah. I think that there's I think that there's probably a, a good case to be made there. And I, on the PS4, I really like that sort of like back in the day, you could there's a version of the game uh, that you can use without buying it like to play with your friend. Yeah, that's cool. That's hot. Like that's that that's that um cloning thing that Blizzard used to do. Yeah. Spawn. That's what they called it. You'd spawn a copy. Uh, the reality is that I think we'll probably both own it. But yeah. if you decided not to buy it for some reason, I could still tantalize you, I bet. I, I'll just buy it. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, this is the other way we could do it. So, so you could do something with that, um, the Brood Hollow thing, maybe. I think so. Where, like, Tycho's like, uh, I'm going to be working with Chris Straub, writing, writing some stuff for Brood Hollow. And, uh, you know, I just want to let you know, hope that doesn't bother you. And Gabe's like, no, it doesn't bother me. I mean, he's a cool guy. He's a, he's a good cartoonist. I think, I think that'll be good. And it's like, oh, all right. And Gabe's like, but, you know, I've been thinking, because, you know, Gary Witte has been writing some cool stuff lately, and I was going to draw. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, draw flip some it, stuff right? for him. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm drawing some stuff with him. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> you oh. cunt. <laughs> yeah. You no, cheating I'm, whore. Yeah, but Gabe, like, doesn't really care. Yeah, I don't Tycho care. Tycho wants him to care, and in yeah. fact. <laughs> yeah, actually, I've been talking to Gary Witte. He's writing some really cool stuff. He wrote, he wrote some Atomist stuff, and he's got, like, a short story that's really cool. I don't know. I think I might just draw some stuff for him. He's a good writer. You slut. You're a hooker. That's the problem with you. You're you're an art slut. <laughs> oh, you're just drawing for anybody. It's Any true. Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> Which is fine by me. I don't care. I think that's the last, the last panel. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine by me. I don't care. I don't care. Pen whore. Let's see. Um, you're disgusting. <laughs> you're a filthy art slut. The art slut. Well, you just fucking draw for anybody that comes by. Any guy who walks through the door, you draw him something. You just spread your sketchbook. You just open your sketchbook wide. Bring <laughs> <laughs> Tom Dick and Harry, which is fine. You fucking by me. I don't care. <laughs> it's, we got to figure out that that tone. Yeah. I'm writing some stuff for Brood Hollow. Thought you should know. That's fine. That's cool. He's, Chris is a good guy. He's <laughs> a good cartoonist. And I'm actually kind of glad you brought it up because... <laughs> yeah, I'm actually glad you brought it up because uh, you know, Gary Wood has been writing some stuff lately that I, just, I think is really good. And, uh... I don't know. I thought I might draw some... Draw some stuff for him, you know? Might work on something with him. You're fucking gross. Alright, we just... Oh, spread your sketchbook open for anybody who comes by. Any rider off the street. You're gross. You're dis- and you're not- you're not- you're not loyal. You're gross. <laughs> That's gross. You're gross. It's all gross. You think- oh, you think he's a good rider? How would you know? How the fuck would you know? <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're not even in a position to know. No. And the best part is that in, in true Tycho fashion, like, he's literally saying that he, that Gabe can't tell whether or not he is a good writer. Yeah. Either. I'll tell you right now, he's a fucking hack. All right? Book of Eli? Shit. <laughs> Are you literate? <laughs> yeah. He was blind the whole time. We get it. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> Here's a spoiler warning. He's a shitty writer. <laughs> Fine by me, because I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, draw some. Go ahead. I don't fucking. Yeah, I'm working on some stuff with Chris for Brood Hollow today. Fucking today wear rubber. It's all right. Wear rubber. Cause he, I hear he works with a lot of cartoonists. Okay. That fucking guy gets around. <laughs> Speaking of writers and artists, you know that Karen is writing a GI Joe comic book now. You know what? I fucking I was doing a search in my 
history yesterday, and she came up like off of one of the keywords. Uh huh. And I was like, I have got to mail her and see what is going on with her these days. She's writing an ongoing G.I. Joe comic book. Yeah. yeah. I need to pick that up. Well, I was going to say, like, she, like, she has a heart for the soldier. Yeah, she does. You know, like, all of her work is about soldiers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what she likes to do. She likes to, she likes to make soldiers into entire people. Yeah. I guess Cobra is like some kind of peacekeeping force now. Oh, that's, God, that's Karen through yeah, and through. Yeah, right? That is Karen through and through. Oh, I got a mailer. I got a mailer. To, in fact, as soon as I get done with this, I'm going to mail her. Working on some stuff with uh, Chris for Brood Holiday. I just wanted to make sure that was, like, cool with you. Because I, I, I mean, I don't know if we were exclusive or, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because he's, he's fishing for it. Yeah. That's totally cool. Chris is a great guy. <laughs> you see, I'm happy for you, actually. <laughs> No, that's cool. He's a good cartoonist. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought it up because I've been, I've been thinking about uh, talking to Gary Witta. Yeah, yeah, because Gary Witta. Gary Witta's been writing some really good stuff lately, and I uh, think about doing some art for him. Maybe, maybe, maybe collaborating with him on something. Does he, getting some collabs, some collabos. <laughs> doing a doing a collab, you know what I mean? He's a good writer. How the fuck would you know? Yeah, good writer. You're gross. He's gross. <laughs> and he's gross. Good writer. You're illiterate. <laughs> You're illiterate. He's gross. Good writer. You're illiterate. <laughs> the fuck would you know? He's a goddamn hack. You disgust me. But yeah, do it. I don't care. <laughs> Here's a spoiler. <laughs> Just spoiler? Book of Eli? Blah. Here's a spoiler. He's a fucking hack. <laughs> He's a shitty writer. Gary Witt, here's a spoiler. Gary Witt eats shit. <laughs> Book of Eli, give me a break. Here's a spoiler. Gary Witt eats shit. <laughs> and I was... Because Gary Witt has been writing some good stuff, and I was gonna... Good writer, you're gross. He's gross. Good writer, you're literate. How the fuck would you know? <laughs> oh, Book of Eli. He was blind the whole time. <laughs> He doesn't even go into it, like, yeah. oh, Book of Eli, <laughs> He's blind the whole time. He's blind the whole time, I get it, here's a spoiler. Gary Witta eats shit. <laughs> Fucking do whatever you want with him. Because <laughs> I a, certainly don't care at all. I'm not crying, it's allergy season. I have allergies now. I'm not crying, I'm just allergic to traitors. <laughs> and backstabbers. Yeah. I, no, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not crying, I'm allergic to traitors. <laughs> Just allergic to traitors. <laughs> so you don't have a problem with it then? Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out, because before we had the, before the punch, it was a very sort of smooth arc. Yeah. And then it had the, like, which is, where he says all this shit, and he's like, which is fine by me, because I don't care. <laughs> right, maybe that's better, right? It could be, but it's, it's, a, it's a matter of getting back to it. His brother, Gary, shit. Do whatever you want with him. So do whatever you want with him. It's fine, because I don't care at all. It's fine by me, because I don't care, like, at all. About it. About that. Just fine, because I don't care at all. Judas. <laughs> Judas is good. Judas. <laughs> Judas. Judas, killer of Christ. <laughs> Judas. It's such a, it's such a, over, it's a bullshit word. Like, they call a person Judas. It's fine, because I don't care. 
Judas. Like the teen pop sensation? No, that's Jonas. The Judas Brothers? The, 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 there's no Judas Brothers. <laughs> I don't care. Fine, cause I don't care. Judas. <laughs> With like... Nah, I was thinking it'd be fun to make the S like long, but then it just looks like Judd ass. Yeah. You can't, it doesn't read right. Which is fine, because I don't care. I'm sleeping with Chris Straub. I'm fucking Chris Straub. I'm fucking Chris Straub. Cool, man. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is really funny to me. Okay, really I'm funny. fucking Chris Straub. Cool, man. It is cool. <laughs> Oh no! I'm fucking Chris Straub. Here, come read it. <laughs> I'm gonna come over there without tripping. Oh, here. So, so, so this is the, this is the last um, frame three part. So, I'll book it up. Spoiler all the time. I get it. Spoiler. Gary, what he's shit. And it's like, but how do you transition? Do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. So do whatever you want with him. <laughs> what the fuck you want? It's fine. Cause I don't care. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I'm working on some stuff with Chris for Brood Hollow today. I just want to make sure that's cool with you. I don't know if we're exclusive or whatever. Right. right. See, this is the best part, right? Because yeah. he's such an asshole. Like, what, the whole thing he's trying to do is make you jealous. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's cool. He's a good cartoonist. Actually, I'm kind of glad you brought it up because Gary Wood has been writing some good stuff. Well, funny. Here, read this. Read the text I just got. Oh, from Christopher Schraub. I'm inbound. <laughs> Uh, actually, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because Gary Wood has been writing some good stuff. I was gonna a good writer. You're gross. He and he's gross. Good writer. You're illiterate. How the fuck would you know? Oh, Book of Eli. He was blind the whole time. I get it. Here's a spoiler. Gary Wood eats shit. So do whatever the fuck you want. It's fine. I don't care. I'm fucking Chris Straub. Cool, man. It is cool. <laughs> That's a great strip. I think it's gonna work. Keeping it hard like a motherfucker gas robot. I'm really cod. Today's fresh catch. I mean a podcast. Something about nets. Yes, it gets better when it's winter. I'm fettered by my fish gear. Catch and release. Get in that crease when my fish near. Talk about a plant best laid off that stray. And yes, I crave that tuna with his peck fins blade. But while I'm glistening from the whole sea, you better listen into DLC. I got that. I got that wild caught salmon. It's tender and it's moist. Downloadable content. A podcast of choice. <laughs>